Welcome to the Guitar Omni Podcast. I'm Carl Woolwind of Columbus Classical Guitar. Each episode, we'll chat with a featured guest from the classical guitar world. Candid conversations, unique experiences, and career observations from the people who best know the guitar. This is your masterclass in life and the guitar. For more information and past episodes, please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or see Carl Woolwind Guitarist on Facebook. Our guest is Eleftheria Kutziata, coming to us from London, I believe. Yes, sir. I'm in London now. Fantastic. How, how are you? It's good to see you. Very good to see you, too. <laughs> and thanks for inviting me to do this. Oh, it's a pleasure. Which is, <laughs> which, which is the first time I never knew or attended podcasts. So. Oh, fantastic. Well, I, I think, I hope, I hope it's, a, it's a positive experience for you, and, and I'm, I'm happy to to be to be here for you <laughs> so uh, you and I have met which is 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 an interesting and and funny story I, I hope you find it funny I, I still I still get a chuckle out of it um, you had come to the Cleveland Inst- Institute of Music when I was in graduate school to do a, a concert a master class um, and you were you were still very young now you must have been very very young at the time because that was a long time ago um, and I played for you in the, in the master class, and you were you were very very kind and and uh, very helpful, and your concert was wonderful. And you were through it was right after you had recorded um, that you, you had a CD that had the, the blue guitar, the Michael Tippett blue guitar. Yes, on it. oh and, thank you, yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you played that in the concert, and I I was I was very impressed, and and I I loved it. It was great. Um, and I don't know if you remember the concert or not, but. There, there. Someone had fallen asleep in the audience, in in an el- elderly man who was sitting in the back of the hall. At least I had some uh, powers of calming people down. Right? <laughs> yeah. And and he 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 was snoring and really and and we were you know the first response was oh my gosh I hope she can't hear that. And then it kept going on, and and you would think, you know, somebody nudge this guy or wake him, do something. And it went on for, it, I mean, it seemed like it went on for a, a really, really long time. And then he started moaning. So there'd be a little oh. snore and a grunt and a, you know, and. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, it, people found this humorous and, you know, we were trying to, um, repressed chuckles you know there was there was this you know there was a a, a, a a row of seating with with young guitarists sitting in it and you start seeing people's legs bouncing up and down because they're trying to stifle their laughter and it was it was horrible it was just and but we we got off you got off stage and we went backstage to to greet you after the concert and and, and your response was it was it was it was adorable you said oh my gosh were people laughing at me and i i felt so terrible it's like no 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 there was a guy sleeping in the back and you, you obviously didn't hear the, the the snoring and the and the and the moaning so um but yeah I, so i wondered did did you remember any of that no but you know the funny thing with concerts is that the audience remembers other things than we we do Yes. Uh, so the snoring and all this, I, I don't even remember the laughter. I don't remember much. I don't That's even good. Remember I'm glad. I, I, 
I try to remember how the hall was. And occasionally I remember, but that was tough for me because it has been so long. And right. You remember more the visit sometimes, like I remember John. Uh, yeah. How lovely it was there and then I don't know if there were mosquitoes in that period or not <laughs> but I remember having picked up by mosquitoes so you know you 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 come out I don't remember as if this was an oh concert of right. mine either <laughs> because occasionally when you have something extremely special possibly you remember but it's a long right. time ago and um, as I said it's hard sometimes to remember what people remember of course. Or what stories they say. And yeah. you say, really? Did I say that? <laughs> I do that, you know. Even yeah. for, for my pupils that they I see more regularly, they said, yes, right. you know, this and that. And yeah, it is quite interesting. And I'm glad that you, you know, you agreed to, to speak with me. And, and after finding this out, you're not, you're not hanging up on me. That was you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, that was so. That's 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 my funny story for for you. But yes, we had met, and 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 I did. I enjoyed the concert very much. Um, ha, have you been? Have you played in the states a lot? Um, yes, quite a bit, quite a lot. Actually, in the beginning, it was almost regular, almost every year, trying to okay. to, to locate more on one coast than the other. Uh, but this we talk about many years ago, you know, but but then a lot of the regulations changed terribly uh, in order to get a kind of card. They were not they, they were not assuring this you. It was much more expensive with no guarantee that you're going to get it. You were doing a lot of work yourself for the agent, you know, for the lawyer that was doing yeah. it. And it became even big places. I don't want to say the names because I'm not sure if it is good or what. They would say to you, just come through uh, as you know, as if you come to attend this festival, which is huge. Right. Uh, and rather than us, greet you know, um, inviting you with a formal uh, invitation that will allow you to have, let's say, for that for that a green card. So eventually, I was coming even before the lockdown. Actually. The year of the lockdown, I was going to come a little bit in in the other in um, uh, Princeton and uh, near New York City and uh -huh. two three little concerts be before flying to Canada uh, to okay. Montreal and it was cancelled. So that was the last possible visit in America, which was cancelled. Yeah. Uh, so we talk about two or three years ago, two and a half years ago. Right. I, I mean, it was uh, around. Uh, April 2019, okay. the lockdown was, yeah. Right. And then before that, I had come actually to Los Angeles, uh, uh, Sacramento, uh, some smaller cities mm -hmm. that um, um, on that coast, and I did some classes um, the previous year or two. So it, okay. it has been regular. Okay. It has been quite yeah. regular, but not, but not very much in what has become a big a big thing now in the guitar world you know the guitar societies that has become almost like a festival right you, you know what i mean it is, mm -hmm, it is mm -hmm. not two or three spread concerts as they did before it has become a little bit it's, it has become a little bit different so right. uh, it was more um you know uh, uh, one helping the other like one concert was organizing this with another organizer right. so that it makes it more more valuable for all of us so to right think. yeah we, we're, I, i'm i'm in columbus ohio in the center of the state and it 
and I'm, I've been been involved with the Guitar Society here for for many years, and we've been lucky because of our proximity to other cities. It's easy to get people to come here on their way to other Somewhere. other places, you know. So it's you know we, yeah. it's a very small small organization with not not much of a budget. So you know, we, but we've been very fortunate um, because because of our location, and and we've we've done a, a few things where we've worked with with other organizations. Um, to present people and help them out while they're while they're here so um but it's yeah it does it does seem i know what you're saying about it's it's seeming more like the festival oriented kind of things now it seems like it's it's changed quite a bit from from how it used to be yeah so. yeah and i think before the the organizers were more amateurish you know now it is sometimes yes. the head of a department or something like that yeah right that right. organizes something or if it is a big thing it has to be for gfa you know right GFA festival that year and so on yeah I mean I don't know when exactly I did the GFA last time seven years ago when okay. it was in South Carolina wasn't it South Carolina is, is, is that the last last time that you played at a, at a GFA for the GFA yeah 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 I, but, I, 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 it was in Charleston yeah and I, I don't, uh, I don't know yes year, I'm sorry yeah mm -hmm. Charleston that's right that was but I did come after that as well yeah. not for GFA but for other things yeah right yeah and and so and you're you're not from England, but you've been living there for for quite some time now, right? A century, yeah, that's right. I did I did go from from Greece, where I come from. I went to France, okay. and there I studied. You can almost say I did my postgraduate there because okay. I did there the Conservatoire National Supérieur de Musique de Paris, okay. uh, and then I stayed a year or two to work. And then I came temporarily in England with a British Council scholarship to do something quite special English, like the modern composers that they wrote a lot of repertoire, oh, yeah. possibly for Julian Brim, like Britain Tippett and Walter right. and all that, uh, Rodney Bennett, etc. And also uh, trans uh, how to uh, transcribe from French tablature. So oh. down and so on. So um, it was a fantastic year for me because even France was more of a struggle. I was always earning my living. I had to go to these classes every week. You know, it is. A, it was a program which was very tough because it was like the, the top. Uh, yeah. And you had to go every week to do this and that and the other. Well, this was so free and they allowed me to do things with different people. So... I could choose, let's say, a specialist or very contemporary piece like the Tibet to work with it with somebody, bless him, he died almost a year ago, so Timothy yeah. Walker, okay. uh, or I would work on my technique and my sound to David Russell because he was still there, or I would work with Nigel North from some vice. And, uh, oh, that sounds fantastic. So this was... This was um, this was, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I did arrangements and so on, and Christopher Wilson for Renaissance for some, uh, and, and then I decided, no, I mean, I cannot hear this vice near me, opposite me be played, and me trying to do this, and it's so hard yeah. to achieve that, while it's so natural for the Baroque lute and so on. Right. And, uh, but it was very good to be able to do it, and, and all these classes with uh, Tim, with um, David Russell, uh, for the modern repertoire, and right. um, was also great as well. Yeah, so how, it was. How long, a very... how long was that program? Well, uh, well, okay. It was meant to be. Oh, that is uh, a longer story now. Uh, it was meant to be for three. You know, for September to June, like three times. Oh, okay. so 
or a college year of a postgraduate. Right. Postgraduate after France. I right. mean, they, they wouldn't care. I suppose the British Council, but it was <laughs> a postgraduate. And and but then I had stopped. I had taken uh, leave from my job in France. Okay. And uh, for a year to go back. And then when it was, I had two jobs, um, and one of them we went on a strike. Oh my as soon gosh. as I arrived, we went. All my colleagues they wanted to go on a strike because of some. Um, changes that had happened in our right. in the conditions of our of our work, and I joined the the band. I mean, the, everybody, and we lost. So oh it was gosh. get out of here, and we hire other people, or wow. and so on. So I lost half of that, okay. half of my work in France suddenly, and it was last minute when exactly oh the academic gosh. year was starting. Um, but before leaving for uh, for France, they told they told me here if you would like you can have because um, Nigel North I had him in the Guildhall School of Music. Okay. So the Guildhall School of Music said if you want to stay another year we give you a, a scholarship. Oh. And I, I and I rang and I said can I get this scholarship still <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know what to do I couldn't yeah. quite see. Uh, oh my gosh. So it was. So they said yes, and I and and for about three weeks, I, I still did what I had in France. Okay. So I did. I did come and go Paris, London. Oh my In case in case I get a job in France, because I didn't really wanted to move to London. That's right. for sure. Huh. Uh, so I did this, and I I clearly saw that if there was anything coming, it would it would have to be for next season. So it means okay. for. What happens next? So then, right. um, because they said, okay, you can come. I had come, but I was trying to leave the door open. And then when I saw that this was not possible, I continued with studying another year, re okay. replying to your, another uh, academic year. Okay. Um, and of course, it was using similar people. Right. Uh, and I managed to get a, a, a funding from a foundation to help. And I started working. And that is when... On that second year of studying in England, I started having concerts. Okay. I was like to have an age and I started play, playing in guitar society. So I was generating some income myself. Right, right. And then after that, I stayed. It was too complicated. And I was always moaning and groaning. Uh, you know, <laughs> why this? Uh, why I'm not? In, uh, anyway, and, and then, well, time passed. And eventually I started teaching also in the Royal Welsh College of Music. Uh, which was nice, and I had concerts quite a lot here and there. The concerts in, in those days, because we can actually talk in those days now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in those days, where it was exciting because, you know, you go, go to Ireland and you would go to one city to another city to another yeah. city. You go to Denmark, you go here and there and there. You would go have five or six towns or cities and yeah. then come back. It was not the guitar festival where you play you have some master classes you hang around for some evenings of, of beer in the evening and <laughs> after a week but after having done you know not very much professional work i mean it's yeah. only a concert and a couple of master classes most of the time <coughs> so it was a, it was very very good that year because it opened up my performing career yeah um, and i I don't remember exactly at what point I did the CD, and the CD was appreciated very much from the gramophone. I mean, I had, I, it was Critics' Choice, uh, you know, with the blue guitar that right. you mentioned, mm -hmm. so on. So 
And I think uh, it, it was just after that. Well, I mean, I think this has, is related more to the CD rather than my second year in England. But right. the second year, I was not only concentrating on it, on on some subject that I wanted much to to study or pieces. I right. I was able to open up a bit more to um, to my own, uh, let's say, uh, development as a, as a performer. Right. Right. And were you, were you setting those concerts up for yourself, or did you have help with that? Did you have somebody managing for you? Or? Yes, I, that's right. I mean, um, at that point, coincidentally, the Greek embassy had put a concert in the Brussels room, so they invited okay. me to play, which is fantastic, fantastic. among some yes. other Greek people. And I had an agent, and then I changed him because it was a very strange... Uh, uh, sometimes agents can be strange because they right. don't give you so much work right i mean i had in america one i had in america i had an agent at some point i had to put a lawyer <laughs> to oh get rid gosh. of him excuse oh me no. yeah because oh. you sort of say give me what I, the bills give me where right. and so on so in england i had to change that and then i found a very good agent uh, who actually opened some doors in singapore malaysia australia new zealand oh fantastic yeah but then she was eventually she was she closed down because uh, uh, it's it's hard also for the agents. And um, yeah. sometimes she under, she explained to me that sometimes they have to be backed by money that they get from people they're very well known. So her, her very well known quartet right. um, had stopped. So it was very difficult times and times changed. Right. And then I had a third agent which also. Um, who also helped with more stuff. And then right. I had the, the little guitar societies, which it was more independent because right. it was, uh, yeah. So it was, uh, it was an interesting period, yeah. <laughs> and then do you still, do you have representation still or are you doing all the work yourself? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, I mean, because it is very different now. It is, um, yeah. Because, you know, you have this, uh, this sort of block of festivals Right. That exists every, particularly in America. That's how that it is. In every city, has and there are a lot of young people mm -hmm. uh, that they have to play, and they play fantastically well, and so on and so forth. So, um, no, what what is happening more is people that I've played ask me back. Uh, right. People that I've played, they have asked me to play five times. You know, yeah. I'm not talking in America. I'm talking about uh, like some days ago, some weeks ago. Uh, in London, in the London School of Economics, they have a series. It would have been my fifth concert there. So people oh, come back to you, right? But right. I don't, I don't make any effort anymore. Oh, good. <laughs> That's great. It's I don't, I don't make any effort to expand. I don't make right. any effort to do anything much because I. Uh, sometimes there is also a process of elimination. You know right. that you want new people, so. Why not, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm happy with, with that sort of balance now, yeah. Sure. And before before the pandemic, um, did, like, how many concerts were you did, averaging to play in a season, do you think? Well, it, it depended. Um, uh, in England, things had slowed down, but if yeah. you count, yeah. and, and for me, in Greece, things had slowed down as well. While before I used to play much more, uh, it's now six years, so exactly before the pandemic, I cannot quite say, but not a enormous amount, like 18, 
20 yeah. Yeah. here. Is that, is that an, is, do you like that number or would you like to do but less it, uh, but, but it was But it was recitals, it was not yeah. gigs, you know what I mean? Right. I'm talking about proper recital type right. of concert, right. which again has become uh, less fashionable now. Right. The recital itself is not uh, working very, very well, I don't think. <laughs> you know, it is better to be with friends. Um, so, I mean, even before, um, I always loved to play with other people. So a lot of times I was using Eleftheria, Eleftheria Kodzia and friends. Oh, okay. and, I, and we did a lot of lovely things. Sometimes it was a violinist, sometimes cello, flute. And the very last concert I did actually in London, the South Bank Centre in the Purcell, was with lo lots of musicians. It was with uh, percussion, not percussion exactly, marimba, uh, voice, uh, cello, flute, um, okay. and uh, record. It was record different recorders, not flute uh -huh. actually. Okay. Uh, so it was uh, doing duos, trios, quintet, oh, and so yeah. on. So, um, so when I say eighteen twenty, it was it's more recitals. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's, do you like that number or would you like to be doing less? Would you like to be doing more or is that, is that kind of no what more. number for you? No, yeah. no, no, that is a good number. Less yeah. is fine too. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want to, now is a very strange period, of course, as you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have you started, I mean, from what I've, what I've seen, it seems like people are, they're trying, right? We're, we're talking about it and you know, people are planning, but it's 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 kind of having this thing in the back back background that we all know that you know we'll we'll plan on this, but it could just go away at any time, right? So I I think everybody's really hesitant and very tentative about everything because you know so supposedly things are well they were, but uh, opening back up again and and starting to starting to be active again, and now with with the Omicron and whatnot, you know, it, it's it's we're there's this retreat that, that seems to be happening again, but it's, it, yeah, it just seems like people are, everybody's planning to do things and we're talking about it, but uh, nobody's really committed, you know? So it's, it's a very strange, strange way to communicate about these things, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very difficult to put your finger down for, for yeah. in many ways. I, I mean, I did this uh, autumn, I did something with an orchestra. This was canceled few few days before the actual concert. On the very first lockdown, right? Oh my! Uh, so, so you know, and then, and then nothing happened, and we were lucky that in November it was still okay. Probably right. later on it wouldn't have been okay, right? Because yeah. later on, two three weeks later, actually, I mentioned this concert to you for the LSE for the London School of Economics. I was going to play a concert on a Thursday. I had to do tests. I had to be vaccinated. I had to oh do tests. Before, before playing two three days before, and right. and 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 show them the results in a link and all this crazy <laughs> well, you know, and then I received an email the previous night saying it's cancelled because the new regulations start from Monday, so they will cancel everything, but they decided they will cancel from Thursday. Oh. You know what I mean? So it is so crazy. I organize a summer school festival, very small festival. I wouldn't like to compete with a big festival, but it's a summer school festival. So we have some concerts. And when it was in a church and it was open, open before the lockdown, like in nineteen, uh, in two thousand eighteen or two thousand nineteen. 
Both these years, it was open to people. We would have 80 people coming in. In one, it was 100, you know, between extra from the people of the course. So it was a very decent audience and it was a lovely feeling. When the, okay, the the first year of the lockdown, I didn't do it at all there. And it was a mini festival. It was just half, half students, half teachers and so on. Last year, it was a little more, it was two thirds, but um, uh, we did the one concert in the church and it was only eight people that turned oh up, even my. if it was allowed, because wow. it was, because it is a thing, it was, I think, the fear. People right. were allowed to go, but they were right. not going. To, and I was saying, okay, we don't want to have more than 50 because then we apply to different regulations and I don't want more bureaucracy. Right. So, and we were trying to count, count what? Eight people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, all, and, all, and all the fuss, you know, for that. Right. So yeah. uh, this year I'm doing it. I'm, I still wait. Uh, as you say, you never know where you are. I still wait right. to see. We are going to do it in the church or in the location we we are because there is a very big sort of salon where you can have a, a very small number. Then. Yeah. If you have yeah, just not just not knowing, you, you it's hard to hard to plan for those yeah. things. And I, I mean, good for, good for you for being able to have the event over the past two years anyway, because every you know oh, so yeah. many things got canceled, you know, and and it was just it, and the 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 whole moving the world online thing is is very strange and and. It's in a way, it's great. I saw some of the some of the stuff that the GFA did last year. Um, you know, Elliot Fisk sitting at his at his dining room table, you know, just talking. That was fantastic. It was great. You know, um, and 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 I know that they had access to wider audiences for everything, but I I just don't think that listening to guitar through a computer is really what we should be doing yeah. you know it sounds terrible <laughs> it, yeah even at, even, at, even at its best it sounds terrible i think i mean i i i've got strong opinions about this kind of thing but uh it's it's a very it's it's very weird because on one hand it's you know this is great we have access to these tremendously large audiences i did i did two online concerts last year and honestly i mean i've never played for as many people as were watching my online concerts and that's great, but it also sounds terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, what, yeah. what do we do? What do we do with that? And, and the feeling of playing without an audience is, I, I found it to be really distracting and weird. And like, I didn't like it at all, you know? <laughs> and I thought, yeah. you know, I thought, I thought in a way, well, this is going to be great because, you know, I'll just be sitting at home. It's be very comfortable. It, it, it was awful. <laughs> I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> No, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying, yeah. And, uh, and and also the idea of now these days, how much people... I remember in the beginning of the lockdown, how many conversations about what mic, what right. you know, oh, to yeah. use, what this, what that. And then to, to have people all the time recording themselves and being with wires and mics and stuff around. I mean, that is amazing. <laughs> and, and also the streaming. Um, yeah. It depends how you did it, but a lot of the streaming is not actually really honest. You know, it right. is like the CD. Right. The CD is not exactly honest, so it is not like the live, the live concert, sure, sure. Uh, uh, and the live concert is is a completely different feel. Not because you feel the vibrations of the audience and you give these vibrations as well, but 
because that is live. That's it, you know. But with the streaming, you can edit. Ooh, you can edit. You can you can you know you can pre-record. You can record again, yeah. and it, it is uh, no. I don't. I don't particularly. Uh, I mean, even even now, I, I don't have this, you know, fantastic tendency. I'm really old-fashioned to, um, to 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 go to YouTube and listen to a recital. I I, yeah. I see beats. Or when I played the concerto with the orchestra, yes, I saw five performers doing it. The you know the Williams, the Bream, and the right, Lagoya, right. you know, the, sure. so that I know what this it is. It was a Research, great thing. Yeah, yeah ex exactly. Or sometimes if it is something completely um, that I don't know, it is a very easy way to access stuff. Right. But I don't enjoy that. I yeah. generally get bored after four minutes, and I just. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Have, have, did you did you do any online performing at all during the during the lockdown? Um, well, I, I did actually last year. I didn't do only uh, uh, this year. I did. It was not online. No, it was in a church in September. So it was, but it was spread audience. You know, with uh -huh. masks and so on. Right. Last year I did one in a church in London. Okay. Um, uh, but but that was that was it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, that how, is how the long only. Had it been since when you did that how long had it been since you you had performed before oh that? they had cancelled it already before okay and they were rescheduled it yeah they had cancelled it they rescheduled it and i think that time had to be streamed yeah okay. the first one was a live concert right that had been cancelled and occasionally i've had a couple of concerts that they were they managed to be cancelled, but managed to be on a period that we could do live. Okay. So, okay. on another occasion, I was able to do live again. Right. So and so, I don't know. It is really a bit of a crazy thing. I'm not dying for this period <laughs> to live in that period. Right. I don't know exactly how it will be in the future, but that's why I mean, in the during this period, I prefer to go inside me, you know, rather than yeah. try to stream. I edited a couple of, you know, I have a series in one publisher and I had stopped because editing can be also quite hard work. Yeah. Uh, I stopped for years. So I took back some material and I, I they printed three pieces, one quartet, trio and two solos, let's say. Uh, and now I, as soon as they're going to, I have a little method for, chi for children initially, but oh, then- fantastic. Le Cahier de ma Guitare, it's a French publisher. And uh -huh. this, this uh, it has been published since many years. It's actually, it was one of the first recueils um, uh, uh, in France that it was for children. Okay. Many, many years ago when I lived there. Uh, and then the second came, and now uh, the third one is just a collection of pieces that they are not, some of them are very well known and some not. So it is the first recital of a pupil. You know, oh, there, there's little nice pieces that they can yeah. sit down in half an hour, 30 minutes or something. So we sat down and do that kind of work. Sure. Did you find that you practiced a lot more during the, uh, during the pandemic? Uh, last year, I practiced a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, not this, uh, the previous year that hardly all, all when everything started, I think it was quite a nice period because yeah. everything still <laughs> <laughs> We don't have your space in, in, in Europe, so it was all, uh, you know, you're allowed to do a little walk and that's it, right. come back. 
so that that was really and uh, there was a a nice feeling of peace. It was nice weather here in London, right. and you could see people at home because in the early evening the lights were coming up much sooner. Sooner, with a lot of beds everywhere, so it was really nice. And then I practiced a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> last, last year it was more of a struggle of this is cancelled, not cancelled. The regulations change, the vaccination. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Same for my for my course festival. Yeah. You know, the first year that nothing was happening was easy. Then it was, we don't want to vaccinate. We want to vaccinate. You've got to right. vaccinate. Oh, you know, this country. We, I think in America, because of the distances, there is a, a bigger sense of freedom. I mean, I have um, friends. They say we will go yeah. to go for skiing, and yeah. for me, go for skiing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. France or Germany or wherever, and I've got to find out what I've got to do is. But I think yeah, in it's, America, it's I think I think part of it is because the political climate being what it is here, and and um, there's there's been it's been tough for people in in positions of power to really assert themselves and say, hey, look, we this is what we need to do because it's political suicide, you know. Um, and there's there's a certain certain element here that that you know they're they're like children they're. They, they they don't like anyone telling them what to do, no matter whether it's for the public good or not. And anytime things are pushed in that direction, there's 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 a lot of harsh reactions. So it's I think that the, the political climate has has been really strange because of that. Um, and yeah, I think it, it, the unless you're talking about some some place like New York City, you know, the, the population density isn't that that extreme most places you know so there is a lot more space and and that kind of thing so um but it's yeah it's, it's been it's been weird and it's been frustrating and the you you know you mentioned the regulations changing all the time and that's that's been something that that has been happening as well and i think at this point um from from what i gather talking to people it, it seems like everybody's just tired you know we're just it's it, it, it the it's, we're just exhausted, you know, it's, it's just this, this constant, like just being beaten down by it and everybody, you know, people just to the point where they don't really care, you know, and, and it's, it's sad in a way, but it's also understandable. And, you know, and I, I remember at the beginning of the lockdown and, you know, there, there was, there was this air of, Hey, we're going to get through this. Everybody's going to be okay. Yeah. We're here for each other. There was that spirit, which was really quite beautiful. Uh, I, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> and, and, yeah. Like, yeah, and I don't know how it is in Europe, but here that is that's that's gone. You know, everybody everybody's just tired and kind of kind of grouchy and and not mm -hmm. not real happy. So, but I don't know. I mean, I, I I I still think that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and and I don't I don't feel as hopeful as I was feeling when the when the vaccine first came out, and I was thinking, oh, this is great. We'll be done with this in a, in a few months and whatnot but you know i don't feel i don't feel that but i do feel i don't have the same sense of like you know this is i mean it's dangerous but i don't have that same kind of impending doom like you know i'm not worried i guess it's just i'm just i'm tired you know and i think i think that's a yeah. very common common sensation right now but but it is it is it's interesting because most of the people that i've talked to on on the podcast i have to say that that Pretty much everybody has mentioned that. Wow, I had all this time to practice, and that was fantastic. <laughs> you know? And it's I, I would I would agree with that 
too. You know, the way that I practiced at the beginning of the lockdown was was great. I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have anything to do. It was, you know, like I, I could sleep in, be very comfortable, you know, have a couple couple couples of coffee, spend all day practicing in a really relaxed and, you know, not an intense way. And, and it was great, you know, but uh, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Uh, on the other hand, um, we need, uh, of course, this cannot last a long time because we need to communicate. Right. We need our friends, our students, the yeah. society. So it was, I think, the, the part of, of us as performers that, you know, you need to concentrate and center to yourself and practice. Yeah. That was very good. But after a while, you need the rest in life. Yeah. And uh, the, the audience and so on. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I, I actually have a, a CD which is, is stuck. Yeah. Uh, a recording that is stuck because you don't know uh, exactly what to do. You right. don't know if you have to issue it, if you wait more. Right. Uh, the time goes and you think, oh, I don't, I hate this performance. I've got to <laughs> this day, you know. <laughs> it's expensive, you know. Right, yeah. So where, what stage, where are you with, with the recording? Is it, is it, is it done or, or is it ready to go or...? If if I if if I had a budget that I could record everything from the beginning, that would be good. <laughs> you know, when you finish something, you, I don't yeah. like to hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But uh, now I had the opportunity to hear some things. Um, no, I just need to record another about fifteen minutes. Okay. So if I know that it's the right time, uh, and so I go back and forward of what right. to do because. Also, the taste and repertoire has changed as, as yes. the time we find out that more and more there is a change. Am I doing the right thing? You know. Yeah, yeah. So what's on the what's on the recording? Can you tell us? Uh, well, so at, at the moment, it's a piece by Espere. Okay. Um, Espere is an Estonian composer. Okay. Um, from Tallinn. I did actually his concerto, the premiere okay. his concerto. This is not for me, but it's a nice piece that he has written. He's written a lot of stuff for the guitar, not solo and chamber music and so on. And then it was by Maguire. It is based okay. on a Greek, Greek theme. Then there are some French songs. Then there is a three French, French songs. Um, then there is by Tedesco, a small valse. Uh, French vals or, or okay. Paris vals or something, and then from there on, um, have you heard Rao Tavara? No, he's a, uh -uh. a Finnish composer. Okay, yes, a Finnish composer. And then I need to decide if I will do, you know, probably Rodrigo Evocazioni Dance or something more obscure right. that is uh, more new, more less less recorded or heard. Right. Which I don't think is what people like these days. <laughs> I, I I don't know what people like these days. It's it's. A... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it seems yeah. I, there's definitely been some sort of shift going on, but uh, yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it. And and it's in a way I look at it and I think I'm very. It's it's a very exciting time in in terms of composition for the instrument and and whatnot and um, but. It's it's almost as if I mean, the core repertoire. And nobody's paying any attention to that as much anymore. And 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 it's, I miss I miss hearing some of those pieces sometimes, you know. And I, and I, there's there's this delicate balance of oh, you know, we can't 
can't do that ever. It's, it's overplayed, you know, and, and, and repertoire gets this, this uh, reputation of being overplayed so nobody plays it, and then, but it still keeps that reputation. And I thought, I did that a few years ago, actually. Um, oh, it was more than a few years ago, many years ago. You know, I, I, I played the, the, the Villalobos preludes for that very reason. I said, you know, people have been talking about these pieces as if, oh, they're overplayed for 20 years. I've been to hundreds of guitar concerts. I haven't heard anybody play Villalobos preludes. So don't tell me they're overplayed and I'm not going to play them because they're overplayed. That's ridiculous. They're fantastic pieces of music. So, um, but it, it, so I think there's some of that that's going on. I, I have a, a particular um interest in in you know 19th century guitar music and i don't hear people playing music from the 19th century very much in concerts these days and and that's fine you know but it i i think just that that that's a it's it's just such a treasure of repertoire from from that era you know so much activity and and such such great stuff, and and I think you know, you know, why are we playing this? Why, you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I have strange ideas on that. I think, but uh, I I would I would appreciate hearing you know more, more of that stuff on on guitar programs, and you know, it just doesn't. Seem I, to I think um, sometimes it depends to the audience. Yeah, you know, that's the, true the, too. Yeah, I mean, if if you are for the limited, for the so not limited, the closed guitar audience, right. maybe you think, oh, I don't want to play this that has been heard by by for centuries by fantastic players, or it has right. been overheard, uh, and all the everybody every guitarist will will know it and so yeah. on, and you want to. To do something fresher and newer, but then you do it for a limited number of people. I don't think if you are playing for the op the open audience, you right. can be with all this um, sophisticated, <laughs> unplayed stuff. And yeah. uh, that is where I said that I think things have changed because I don't think about guitar very much. If you go to recitals and if you go to orchestral concerts, if you go to Chamber music, it is a lot of times things that are very well known that yeah. they are played more than before. Right. You know, I mean, recently, I, I'm not going to say the names, but there was a wonderful concert for, for, for guitar and voice um, in the Wickmore Hall. If this was reviewed by our Jack Duarte that used right. to be a reviewer <laughs> in magazines and, 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 you know, records and so on, let's say 20 years ago, this would be this. Yeah. Because the programmation, the programming was so chaotic. It was so like popularistic. Interesting. You know what I mean? It, yeah. Uh, it was. It was really no logic. It was uh, it, because this is a little bit not a bit. I'll put something that comes out of nowhere to make right. it have a big applause and. The arrangements were really good, but not quite in the style and so on. But I, I don't think the general audience, audience minds about this. Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to say. You know, I, I, so, I, I, I know that I, I, I have very little idea about what a general audience thinks. Sorry. Because <laughs> I, I say, I said, I think personally, I have very, a very little, uh, not much of an idea of what a general audience thinks. Because whenever I try to guess what they're going to think, I'm always wrong. <laughs> you know, I just think <laughs> the way that I think about things is much different from the way that somebody else is going to think about them. No, <laughs> and also a lot of my pupils, they, initially that's what they start, they love, isn't it? The things that we loved, 
and attracted us to the guitar. Right. You know, I mean, uh, what attracted us for the guitar is probably the Villa Lobos Preludes, or right. in my case, <laughs> Uh, you know, the dancer number 10 by Granados played by Segovia or whatever, you know, it was very, who is the person who when, when heard the Asturias didn't love it, you know? Right, right, absolutely. All the students are marveled about it, about some things, always the big, right. big sort of, uh, but then it depends on what you want to do, um, how it fits what we, with what you do and so on. Right, right. So I mean, generally, what I, I had for, for years, I've, I've been doing it, except now I don't know this time, is that I, I combined something well-known and something with not known. Like, right. you know, with the tippet, it was quite hard piece yeah. to, to listen to. But then there were the Villa Lobos Preludes. Right. And then there were some South Americans. There, were, there was a very hard piece to listen, not only to play, by a Frenchman, Delerue, and so on. So I always did a little bit the something that people can identify. Right. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. And, 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 and when, when one of my CDs became both hard, you know, both CD, but then they, they could download, it was very interesting because, of course, uh, the payment and all that was very different because people right. could just download. And I never bothered. And one day I thought, let me see what these pennies come from, you know. <laughs> and, and, you know and, and you know what it was? It was, again, Rolandian's um, um, Tango in Sky. Okay. It was Son de Carignones uh -huh. um, and something else. But these three pieces were not the reason I did this CD. Right, right. You know what I mean? It was it was part of packing it and making sure. some, also having some piazzola or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, but I think when people download, they want to download what, what they know. Right, yes. I, yeah, I think so. So that, then that is the, the difficult also with the CD. If you put things that nobody knows, maybe who is going to be to care, to, 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 to try to find out about yeah. it. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, this is, this is after I did the CDs, I realized, but it, I think it, it was quite a good idea to, to have things that they are known and not known sure, so that people sure. find a balance sort of thing. Right, yeah. Well, I think, I think too, you know, as, 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 a, as an artist, we're all, there's also a lot of intrinsic motivation to record certain things, you know, and, and I think that's good. I mean, I, I, I want to, I want to play stuff that I'm interested in. I want to record stuff that, that I'm interested in recording. It can't just be because I think people are going to enjoy listening to this. I mean, that's, it's kind of a selfish way to, to think about it. But if I don't have some tie to it, if I don't have some passion about it, then I don't want to do that, you know? And yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think there's, there's that balance to, to, uh, to strike and, and, it's just a strange thing too, because you know the the, the stuff that wow, I'm really gung ho about this, and this is this is the stuff that I feel very strongly about. You know, it it might not go over so well, but or, or it might be completely actually, it's not that it's not going to go over so well. It's going to be completely ignored. But but then you do something else that's familiar, and people are like, oh, this is great. You know, which is it's. it's but a I mean, would thing. would you? Would you yourself go to a concert to hear a theme variation? You know, Mozart. Uh, sore, uh, right. uh, 
Eh, en, en recuerdos de la Alhambra, Dance Number 5 by Granados, Asturias, yeah. uh, probably a couple of uh, Beatles songs arranged for the guitar. Would right. you really go to hear this uh, one day that you are free? Probably not. And it, 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 it might depend on who was playing, you know? Um, oh, sure. But probably not. And, and but uh, once, but if I, if, if I went to a concert that had some of that repertoire, I wouldn't be offended yeah. by it. You know, if it was all of that, you know, it, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's, it's a strange, it's a very strange thing. And again, you know, a general audience member is not a, a guitarist, you know, and, and if you're playing for a room of, of guitarists, yeah, you should probably think about the, the programming slightly differently, I guess. It's, but it's, 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 yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's, it's an interesting, interesting thing. And I, the other thing that it's, uh, I think that, that comes up for me when I think about this too is the repertoire is huge. You know, there's, there's so much music and you, I mean, you can, you can spend an entire career in one corner of that repertoire and, you know, get completely lost and not pay any attention to the rest of it. So that's an interesting problem to have to deal with too. You know, are you, are you, how, how concerned are you going to be with being representative to the entirety of the repertoire or are you just going to specialize and do this? And, you know, that's, that's a, it's an interesting and good problem to have, I guess. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, well, I think every musician has this, I went to a, a piano recital and for me it was Liszt and Poulenc uh, and so on. When I was talking later to a friend of mine who's a pianist, he said, look, these are very well-known pieces. Yeah, and actually, this person she's very famous of Schumann and so on. Okay. So I suppose we all have all musicians. They have in their field, in their yeah. instrument, they have similar uh, similar sort of issues that we right. have. The only thing is that we have this separation: twentieth century, nineteenth century. Now right. is taken by the specialists a lot. Right. Right. Oh, there's then there's yeah, that's true too. Yeah. When, when I started playing in the very, very beginning, I used to play Dowland and Bach. And then yeah. it was guitar, like, this is not guitar. allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's allowed. Yeah. It sounds fantastic and you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have my permission. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll do that then. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and that's, that's, that's weird. That's, that's very strange too, isn't it? You know? um, the specialization but, over the years, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, no. I just think people should play the music they want to play on whatever they want to play it, you know? <laughs> Why not, you know? Um, and I, I feel the same, same thing. If, yeah. Right, yeah. And, and I've, you know, I've, I've heard people play things on, on lutes that you wouldn't necessarily expect them to be playing on lutes, and that's, that's great, too, you know? Just, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. sure. So you mentioned that you were you you had you had been studying in France before you I did moved yeah to London. Mm -hmm. who, who who did you study with there? Lagoya. Oh my gosh! Alec wow. Alexandre Lagoya, yeah. My goodness! Wow. And how how well, did he, he he was the professor? I'm saying he was because now he's dead. He died yeah. uh, probably ten years ago. So. Uh, he he was in the professor. He was the one who opened the class, and, and yeah. he he was the professor there for years, and then eventually it changed uh, after yeah. he retired, and right. it was split in two. Yeah, oh yeah, he was a great man. Yeah, tremendous. And wow. I, 
And it was always the first time I saw him, I always imagined Ida Presti near him. Yeah, of course. And I almost was listening, you know, the yeah. big duo pieces that we have yeah. in our ears from that extraordinary duo. Amazing. And, oh, oh yeah. So it did, did, did you... Yes, and, 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 it, and it was like, probably I wouldn't know he... It's because I knew Presti Lagoya from yeah. stories in Greece. Right. Um, I wouldn't know that. And then I heard that he, she had died again as a child. I was still stuck with my teacher in Greece. Um, but, uh, you know, I would have not known, known otherwise to go there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so you st you studied, you played guitar as a child? Yeah, I started yeah. quite young, yeah. And how, then I started... You when you started? Uh, well, I started two or three times actually because <laughs> in the beginning I wanted to do more folky, okay, more more you know like strum and sing sure. that sort of thing. But uh, they put me in a in a really professional, very um, Dimitris Fampas. Okay. So it was really serious Pujol, and then Pujol for a young child is like anathema, you know. It's, <laughs> Very little, all these little notes and on yeah. chords on the left hand. I mean, you know, and then and, and you have a big guitar and it was really, it, you have to practice, you know, yeah. this kind oh of, um, of, of very, tradi very, very traditional music. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped once and then second time. And then my father would say, no, you know, we ordered the guitar. We're going to lose money. Again, and we don't play. <laughs> And then eventually continued with him. And after I finished in Greece, I went to Paris. Did you do a degree in, in Greece? Yes, yes. I okay. did the Conservatoire National in Athens. And okay. I did my soloist prize, uh, you know, soloist. Uh, it's not called prize. Yes, prize, rather. Yeah, uh -huh. diploma. It's, not, it's a prize. When you, uh, you I did the top, uh, right. finished my studies there. Okay. And then I went to, to France to the conservatory in Paris. Okay. And where... did you, when, when, when you decided to go to, to, to Paris, was that, I mean, was that the, the plan for you all along? You just decided, this is, this is what I want to do? And this oh, is where no, I no. Go? no. Generally, it's very chaotic and coincidental, you know? <laughs> no, I just, I just went, I, I just went to, I just went to do a, co a, a summer school in France okay. with Lagoya in Nice. Okay. Uh, that he used again to teach there with Presti for years. So um, I, um, I think it was before I finished fully in Greece. I went okay. one summer there and uh, there were a lot of French people. That they would say, are you going to enter the, uh, the le concours, which is, means competition to, mm -hmm. to go to the Conservatoire de Paris. I said, what's that? And then they explained <laughs> to me that this Conservatoire de Paris, the top school, is very reputated, and that's yeah. where La Goya teaches. And I said, oh, La Goya is teaching there. I didn't even know. Oh, my I gosh. thought I, I thought he was a performer. You know, I right. thought he was playing concerts. And I don't know. I, I, don't, I just didn't know he was teaching there. Yeah. And then I said, well, no, I mean, I didn't speak French at all. Right. And, and then, uh, uh, then they said to me, some, some, all, all, a lot of guitar guitarists that they wanted to go to study with Lagoya in the, in the conservatory, they were coming in Nice. Okay. So eventually in the conversation, it came out that when, if you enter the school, you have a scholarship. 
Okay. I said, ah, so that is possible then. If I enter, <laughs> then I can have a scholarship. Otherwise, I could, couldn't see me financially to go there. Right. Um, and of course, the story was not quite like this because I did. I I, I was very friendly with one person called Isabel. Isabel was an amateur guitarist, and she said, you can stay with us until you do. Oh wow! In in Paris, you you have. You have to do a preliminary, an eliminatory, where you play a free two pieces, and then they give you a piece that you have to. It's in uh, that it has to be done in another three or four weeks. It depends okay. on the years now. I don't know if things have changed. So it was quite challenging. I was not used in preparing something very quick. In Greece, the system is more on a longer, you know, on a longer limit the French from the beginning are very much into that in very quickly uh, learning and and, okay. and and performing and so on and and but anyway I did enter the conservatoire I did I did play the it was the prelude of the fourth lute suite that we had to do as obligatory and in three I entered weeks. yeah in three <laughs> weeks so so I played. I played whatever I don't remember. I played as a first round, and then the, then I got in, in the other. And then I had this, and then I entered, and then I hear that I actually <laughs> didn't have a scholarship there because I was Greek. Because you know all these stories I was hearing, I never really researched them methodically. Right. That you know you don't enter and have a scholarship. Yes, you enter there, and it is a grand école. And okay. you, it is free, and you don't, and you get money, and you right. study, but not for Greeks. <laughs> why, why not for Greeks? It was, it was only for the French that. Oh, if okay. I, if I if I wanted to do that, I had to apply a year before to the French embassy in Greece. Oh my God! And so okay. on. So I arrived there, and I am there, <laughs> and I thought, oh, you don't have a scholarship? No, you're Greek. You know. Oh it, so it was. Uh, so then it was. A lot of struggle in the beginning because I had to start teaching English. I start. I was really the immigrant, you know, the, right. the immigrant that we are now criticizing. I was saying right. to all my friends in the class, if there is a job you don't like to do, if there is a teaching job oh you don't gosh. like to do, I I want to do <laughs> I'll it. Take it. Oh, yeah, you'll do anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do anything. And wow. I was traveling far to do stuff. A lot of it was a very respected. Uh, class sure. and it was good years you know of the guitar yeah. now now I think teachers are struggling a bit as well but uh, uh, they were they were for classical for pure classical I mean sometimes they were coming in the Conservatoire de Paris and they were asking who can teach you know they were creating classes in music schools and conservatoires and so yeah. on so of course, my friends, they were very generous. They were taking, if they were taking something and they didn't want any more something, they would say, Eleftheria, you want to have it? Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> and so I started uh, teaching parallelly yeah. to playing. And I think that is the fabulous thing really for uh, France. I have to say, I'm not so aware about how it works for Germany or other countries, but France, you can teach and make a living and study, yeah. let's say, while a lot of my pupils, they were teach they were going in the weekend, for example, to to McDonald's to work right. for pennies for nothing right. that has to do 
with, with guitar and music. Yeah. Or they were having eventually loans from the bank that they have yes. to repay. A bit, I suppose, the American way is similar. That's, that's exactly what happens here, yeah. So this is this is uh, this this is a really great thing. This was a great thing about France that you know, from up to a point, uh, you could actually start teaching children and and so on. And I started going a little bit out of Paris, then nearer to Paris, then right. you know, in the banlieue of Paris, and so on. <laughs> I taught the Escola Cantorum de Paris for a year, etc. Oh, wow. So, so it was, um, it, but it was tough. Yeah. The beginning in Paris was very tough because I was not organized. I didn't speak French because, again, my idea of going to, to the conservatory is really right. stupid. You know, <laughs> I go there. La, La, Goya, La Goya is going to be my teacher, and he's, he was speaking Greek. Oh, my gosh, okay. Right. He was speaking Greek. So, you know, I didn't think about the languages. You right. know, I didn't know any French. Right. And then when I entered in the conservatoire, the guitar was part of things. We had to do analysis and solfege and side reading right. and blah, and that's all in blah, French. blah. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course, yes. And I remember in Annalise, uh, uh, he... he he kept saying to me, this man, and a very nice man, Monsieur Margoni, and he said, Vous comprenez l'hysteria? Oui, oui, je comprends. And I, I did, <laughs> and did not comprend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so, and then I was asking from my colleague, that, that uh, my friend, you know, that entered as well this year, because, you know, the limit, there is a limit in how right. many go in. Right. So that year we were three or four, I think. And it was a guy called Philippe Joanot, a fantastic guitarist. And I was saying, can you give me your notes? And then I was going. Oh, I couldn't right. understand anything of the notes, you know. Oh, it was gosh. just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> so, how, how long were you in, in, in Paris before you, you, you learned how to speak French? And quickly, actually, yeah. I, I, think, I think the process was like children. Because I okay. was 18 when I okay. went there. So I was not involved with the Greek society at all. Okay. Uh, but by coincidence, if I was living with uh, close to Greeks or sharing a house or a flat with right. Greeks, it would have been very difficult, different. But I was immediately thrown like this wow. in the in the French thing. And I was just like every day I was coming out and I had a huge migraine. <laughs> <laughs> trying to understand what is happening, oh you know. Gosh. Yeah. I was going with my friends, like a couple of people that I'm still uh, very close to. We were going in the canteen to eat and we were going to the cafe. Right. And I couldn't understand for a right. long time, for a long time. And then I, I had exams in the end of the year. And I remember one, one, which is not a joke, I think Lagoya said, okay, we have this masterclass, which is public, and it's going to be screened, um, and, you know, you, do you want to play, and so on, and you know what I said, something which is not polite at all, je le dis, je m'en fous. <laughs> which means I don't for me it means I don't mind. Right, right. But je m'en fous is not I don't mind. Right. It's who cares less sort of thing. Right, right, right. And so Lagoya changed and he said, moi je m'en fous doublement. I also <laughs> can't, can't be bothered twice. Yeah. 
Right, right, sure. And then my and then I understood something that happened. And they explained to me that je m'en fous is not something to say generally. Right, right. It's you know, if someone says, yeah. would you would you like, I don't know, would you like to have coffee and a cake? And you say je m'en fous. Right. You know, what is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sarcastic or, or uh yeah. No, it's rude. It's really it's rude, it's rude. But this was the lack of language, you know. Sure. Yeah. I learned the language completely by ear. Amazing. And I spoke a lot of, eventually I spoke a lot of uh, slang. Right. Even now, because it's many years, it was the slang of some years ago. I right. still speak with this slang a lot of times. <laughs> and wow. and if, even now for my course in France, for this that I described to you, which I've been doing 15 years, a lot of times when I have to do serious letters i have to be corrected i have to do it and either translate it or do it and then they correct it yeah and with the time i i write better now much wow. better but yeah it was just like ridiculous <laughs> did, no, did how, how did you how did you teach well i mean i, I imagine well in the very in the very beginning i was teaching um as i said to you english a bit oh, okay. the very beginning Okay. And then, and then, uh, uh, well, it is, um, music is easier to teach, you know, you don't have to explain sure. so much with right. words, the level that. I was teaching was not very high. Okay. Uh, I don't really know how I exactly amazing. I was teaching. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> I, I think about, I mean, you were 18 years old. That would be terrifying, you know. I, 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 I can't, I can't even imagine, you know. I, I, well, I think, I think that is the sort of thing you do when you're not conscious, right? And that is the good side of not being <laughs> conscious and planning. You know, people they plan for so long. I mean, now they talk about strategies for some yeah. years now. You say, what strategies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, my, my strategy is talking myself out of that. That's, you know, <laughs> so just go and do it. That's, but I, 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 yeah, just think about that, you know, moving, moving far away from home at, at, at age 18. Oh, yeah. Being, being in an environment, completely foreign environment. And, you know, plus all of the pressure of studying in, you know, a premier, one of the world's premier academic environments for music with one of the world's leading players i mean wow that's that's really yeah i mean it's, it's but it you, like very, you said you was, weren't you, you weren't thinking about any of that you were just going and doing it and, but yeah but, but then you go you, you, yeah you swim deep yeah <laughs> that's yeah. for sure it is not a cake you know right yeah and but but also that is why how i started teaching in france and, sure you know uh, it was not just a scholarship and then go back uh, right i started right. teaching and i remember i was getting better and better jobs yeah and i remember they asked me to go back to greece and i uh, to go to teach somewhere in salonica and i just thought do i want to do this really now now right. i'm here you know and I had started playing there and so on. And yeah, it was, I could cope with this. Another yeah. person could have cracked. Right. Yeah. So, oh, was, yeah, I was, I was just, you know what say, I mean? Could I, have, I think it takes a lot of strength and I'm sure it built a lot of strength as well. It builds a lot of strength. Yeah. 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 It's more that I think, I mean, uh, and it is uh, elements that we need in our job. We need to right. be persevering. We need to be strong. We need to yeah. be, 
have enthusiasm to keep the, to keep into a difficult path. Yeah. Because this couldn't be couldn't be more difficult. Sure. Then. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, everything since then's been just a piece of cake because of that. You know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right. No, that's 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 a that's a tremendous story. That's, that's that's great. And so, so you you and you had mentioned previously that you you went to went to London to do the research and do the study that way. But for a time, you were still teaching in France, and you were waiting for something to go back to go back. Right. But, but you and and everything happened for you in England, so you decided you were you were going to stay there. Yeah, yeah, because it was hard to go back. It was, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Since the, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and you've been there, been there ever since, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was there ever since. I, at some point, I did uh, also. I had some. Uh, I met Julian Brim when he came to play in Greece, and I was in sixteen or so. Oh my gosh. So here, so here, I I did also a course with him. Wow. Uh, and it 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 was that was very inspiring. I mean. And here, it, it was very nice to have this experience as well. Yeah. And as, as the experience I told you with all these different yeah. people for whatever I needed, for whatever piece I needed, sure, the period sure. that I needed. And you find yourself better like that, yeah. you know, opening up and then deciding what is yourself. Right. Amazing. R rather, wow. rather than following a school and blah, blah, sure. blah. Well, no, but sure. I mean, I, mean yeah. I did the school. I did the, I did Greece and France, which was, I didn't have choices there. There it was, you know, the law. <laughs> it was not the choice. But at a certain level, when you need to find yourself and your personality and be more creative, it's quite good to open up as, as much as possible. Right. Something that I've been saying to my pupils, but they don't believe me. You know, <laughs> they want <laughs> they want to stay in security. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And so, did you study the, the class that you did with Bream? When 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 was that? Was that after you had already moved moved to London? Uh, no, before before when I was in France, there was he did some lessons in Liechtenstein. Okay. I mean, I did. I I had a, I auditioned for him in order to participate in his masterclass. Right. Sometimes when he had a masterclass, he, you have to audition right. for him. So uh, when he came to Greece to play in the British Council, the British Council, we went to hear him with you know with other people from the conservatory in Athens. And he said, you know, if you want to study, you can't study with me because I don't teach anywhere. <laughs> he was not in a in an establishment. Yeah. So uh, eventually, I, and I auditioned in the British Council for him two days later. Okay. Uh, and already, from from what he told me in this class, it was the same thing that he was saying every time. <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm not saying it in a bizarre way. It was uh, his his way, his musicality, and all that yeah. was just like. Um, it was never technical. It was full of imagination and and color and sounds and that sort of thing. Yeah. But I'm sure for other people it would have been different. But for right. me, probably that's what he needed. I needed, and yeah. yeah. So it was not. It was yeah. It, yeah. it was very good. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's, awesome. That is, that's great. I can't I can't think of anybody else I know that can say that they studied with Lagoya and Bream. That's uh, you know. Oh really? Uh -huh. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. 
But you know, also, uh, um, I am I am the person that sometimes when I hear people come with big papyrus of names, right? Sure. I think it's so important the first teacher we have, right? Because uh, they are the people that they are inspiring us, that they right. are holding us. You know that I was very critical to my first teacher, very right. critical. You know, you're always critical of your teacher sometimes, yeah. like children, you know, revolution or something. <laughs> right. But now that I think about it, you know, it was uh, to keep a child being, you know, loving it so much and, and, yeah. and keep fostering, you know, keep nourishing this. Yeah. It is not easy, even if he never taught me real technique and where to put my finger. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, exactly, you know, all these books that we have about this finger and plucking and not plucking and yeah. planting and not planting and so on, you know? Yeah. yeah. Imagine also if you have to start like this sometimes, how boring it can be for a child. Absolutely. You need, yeah. need more to be inspired and, right. you know, keep on your enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so you, you you mentioned that you you published for teaching children, which which makes me believe that you've you've spent some time teaching children. Are you are you doing that currently? That was a good thing for France as well, because yeah. when I started teaching in France, the first people I start I started is uh, is children. Right. And actually, they uh, there was not the very first job, but I mean, uh, eventually I went to a music school, which was very good, that before they come to me, they had to do Kodai. So oh. also and all that, yeah. but still I didn't actually have the material okay. you know, to, to teach them. I, I really, I have, to, I have one pupil who is now a teacher. I have to ask what I was doing with you, you know? And, and then I, I accumulated a lot of stuff and then it became, and then I, I, and then from the, I knew somebody who had become a head of music in another school and he had opened a, an editorial shop, shop okay. had become a publisher. And he said, why don't you put this together? And I yeah. put it and then um, I asked a friend to do the design, some cuts and so on. Yeah. And this was my first book called Le Cahier de Ma Guitare, and this was for children okay. in France. And it was actually probably the first, but it is years ago. Now we have a lot of books there. So that's, you learn from everything, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. 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 But so I, it, was yeah. The, it was the children, it was me never being able to love the guitar initially because it was so difficult. Right. Imagine, I mean, imagine being seven years old or seven, eight or so, and have to deal with Pujol number two. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to deal with Pujol now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to do all this and then yeah, the number two. Exactly, it's a nightmare. I take it now to do some slurs and yeah. I, I think, what is this? You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow that's yeah. that's a, that's great that's great so, and, and you mentioned that you you had quit for a short period of time and then you went back um how how long would and this is when you were a child how long was in between that like how, how long oh every, every year in the beginning of the year then i stopped so about 10 or 11 i start i continued okay, okay. And i think my my teacher was very clever he um was it the same I teacher very, and yes the same yeah. guy in Athens, Dimitri Fampas, and Fampas, okay. and I was quite clever by then as well because he said, <laughs> "How much? How much have you practiced?" I said, six hours." 
<laughs> because he always used to tell me I've got to play four to six hours. You know, I chimed the six right. hours. And I was going back to my mom saying, you know, she's mad. I have to do homework and I have to learn English. <laughs> so then I became more crafty and I said, you know, I, I practice four hours, I practice six hours, and I have not opened the book. <laughs> do you think he knew? I think so. <laughs> wow. that's, that's, what, a, what a great story. That is fantastic. Love it. So, <laughs> well, so do, you, do, you, do you think there's anything else that we should talk about? <laughs> I think we said plenty. <laughs> well, I, I really appreciate your time and it, it, was, it was nice to see you again and to speak with you. And, and uh, it was a lot, lot of fun. I really, really appreciate you talking to me it was lovely to have this chat yeah and and, and exchange ideas a little bit and yeah, yeah and get reaction to that yeah wonderful thank you thank you very much this is carl Woolwind of columbus classical guitar thank you for listening to this week's episode of the guitar on my knee podcast for more information and past episodes please visit columbusclassicalguitar.com or Carl Woolwind guitarist on Facebook.